on 2SM and the Super Network. High Tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Up before the sun with a can of worms. <laughs> Welcome back to High Tide. It's been told, don't forget the weather. What, I'm not going to forget the weather. The weather's going to be nice today. Uh, would yeah, you like to know the Sydney forecast, which you've just been told? What about Brisbane? But would you like the forecast for the marine side of things? Mumbles in the background. Mumble, mumble, mumble. It's actually, you can't. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's all you hear anyway. Dick Tracy calling Jiu Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Okay, so what would you like to know about the weather? Marine Coastal, would you like to know that one, Grant? I can do that for you. We can do north to northeasterly, 20 to 30 knots. Seas 2 to 3 metres. Northeasterly below 1 metre is a swell, mostly sunny. And there's a strong wind warning current. So, there you go. Let's go to Mark Benaziak. No good talking about the weather because Maritime's got no money. It's all been snaffled. The government's taking it up. Yeah, well, because we've got the freebies doing all the work, marine rescue. Isn't the yachty complaining because he had to pay $1,200 for a mooring? Kieran? Well, he got two for the price of one. He has, yeah. (laughs) Mark Benaziak, good morning. Good morning, guys. Yeah, it was was an extremely frustrating uh, uh, budget estimates hearing on Tuesday. Um, It was like I walked onto the set of Yes Minister. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was. Uh, so often with these estimates, you you walk away with some some answers, but more questions. And I this time I walked away with no real answers I could trust, uh, and a lot more questions that sort of needed to be asked. And I'll, I'll try and take you through it and see whether you and you, you, your listeners can can understand or follow what what I couldn't. But. Um, we know that from previous year, previous hearings that you know that the boating now uh, grants were supposed to be funded through the waterways fund. That's where all the money from our boat registrations were going. And I asked the minister some questions about that, and she proceeded to say, "Oh well, the, the, the waterways fund's in debt, um, or was going to be in debt by about seventeen million dollars." Uh, hang on, hang on. What happened to the hypothecated fund of one hundred and seventy million dollars? Well, we'll get we'll get to that because the minister's made a boo boo, um, and she's she proceeded to then rubbish the previous government and say, oh well, they've misspent it on all these things that they shouldn't have, and I was left sort of shocked that you could anyone could drain a three three or four hundred million dollar fund to to nothing in four years, um, and and you not really see much for it, and. Um, but then when I quizzed the public servants in the afternoon about that, they said, oh, no, 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 the minister's got it wrong. It, it's not the waterways fund. It's the Boating Now grants uh, fund. Um, but still the question remains, how do you drain a fund that essentially is a fund that's topped up or dribbled dribbled into by the yeah the major fund that's the waterways fund? So... Yes. Um, it just seems strange, and then it, it's even more strange when you look at the fact that, you know, in the last government, four or five transport ministers, and they all had a go at, at publicly announcing twenty-eight million dollars for round four, 
of voting now grants over the space of four years, and none of that $28 million has been released. Yeah. None of the no no successful can no successful councils who applied have been told whether they're successful or not. Um, the so how can you how, so how can you be uh, seventeen million dollars in debt? In debt, if you haven't spent any of the money, that's right. You yeah. haven't even spent any, any of the money. They're, <laughs> yeah, they're now trying to tell me that 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 money for voting now round four, which was announced in two thousand twenty hasn't even been budgeted for. I think they've been following uh, fisheries and the draining out of the Recreational Trust Fund. Oh, well, something's going on. But then when you... It gets even more murkier than when they they tell me, oh, they're going to be meeting with some of the the recreational boaters the next day to to talk about a lot of this stuff. And then, obviously, the recreational boaters talk to me and and then they tell me that Maritime had told them, oh, no, no... The department, you know, whatever was said at estimates was wrong. The, the fund's not in debt, and all the all the people from all the people that were successful for boating now round four have been have been told that they're successful, you know, and that they should they should have got their money. It's like, well, you know, either either the right hand doesn't know what the left hand's doing, or um, they're telling porcupines left, right, and centre. Um, but either way, they're making their minister look very, very silly, um, be, because you can't get a straight answer. Maybe and she doesn't looks, need much help. No, well, she's she, she's made a few blunders um, on her own. But this is a this isn't helping when you've got a department that clearly can't can't give you straight answers, and you know it looks like they're you know mal maladministrating a fund. Um, you know, there should be at least four hundred to five hundred million dollars in that waterways fund. It should be, you know, those boating registration fees should be trickling into the boating now grants, and and clearly it's not. And clearly they haven't been spending spending the money. Um, so w- where is it all gone? It's That's interesting. You look at. Mark, you look at the transport for New South Wales website. New South Wales boating now reviewed on the fifth of October twenty. 23, the New South Wales Boating Now program provides grant funding to improve maritime infrastructure. And it says, successful applicants for the Boating Asset Management sub-program were announced in early 23. Congratulations to the successful applicants. More information available shortly via the Mido Mido projects map. So that was, that that maintenance program, that was a $2 million announcement um, for just maintenance. So that's separate to the Boating Now yeah, program again, and but, it, but it's, un, it's under the New South Wales Boating Now website. Yeah, but out of the two million dollars that was allocated for that, only three hundred around three hundred seventy five thousand dollars was applied by councils. <laughs> so there's a missing there's a missing one point, you know, what are you one point seven million? Well, they might have a sneaky punter in the organisation. <sighs> Mate. <laughs> Maybe, maybe, may but um, it's just well, sticky fingers. <laughs> it's I, I can't explain it. If someone to, if someone that's listening can make head and tail of it, um, that would be that would be great. I don't I don't get how you can have a you know a fund that should attract four hundred million then dribble down into another fund that um, 
you know, for the boating now is in debt. That's it, it. It doesn't make sense to me. They, and when you talk about that review in 2023, it was because we'd raised concerns with the minister that something was, you know, strange going on, and so she committed to doing the review. But then in estimates, they when I put to them, you haven't paid anyone out in four years. They tried to they tried to blame the review that I instigated <laughs> as the reason why they hadn't paid out. Like, I only asked I only asked for the review eighteen months ago or twelve months ago. Yeah, you know, <laughs> doesn't explain you not paying anyone paying any funds out of the uh, boating now uh, yeah. grant uh, grant fund for four years. Yeah, so they're just. Um, they're out of control. Is probably the best way to describe that department. Um, and they're under they're understaffed in maritime. That's clear. Um, if you cha- if you can't distribute funds um, in four years for projects, um, you're clearly understaffed. Yeah. You know, if people are screaming out for their moorings to be renewed and um, other things to be renewed. And it's taking you know eight months, twelve months to you know get answers. Yeah, you're understaffed. Yeah. Um, and like we've said many a time on this show, maritime have been lost in that behemoth. Yeah, I've definitely. And they're not a, and they're not a priority. One, one thing I will say, I've got, to, I've got to give a bit of kudos to uh, the boys and girls at Service New South Wales. They're getting much better at the maritime stuff. stuff. They're getting used to it when you're going in and doing the applications, yeah. doing things like that. So the staff on the ground are doing a good job. It's mm. the people up high that uh, are not doing a good job. They've lost their way since they lost... Duncan Gay and Melinda Pavey. Well, it was, it, Duncan made it roads and maritime. Yeah. So it, it had, made had an identity. That's what it was. Now it's just transport. But, uh, yeah. yeah that's and the they're, lost, they're, they're, they're lost in that. That's right. In, in that identity. So, yeah. yeah, look, unfortunately, more more questions than, uh, than answers. And, yeah, frustratingly, it seems like um, Minister Hale has got a department that struggles with the truth. She might be able to try to take out lessons from fisheries. Yeah, we sent a message to see if we can get her on the program. Ask her a couple of questions about yeah. maritime, what's happening there. Okay, Mark, yeah. thank you very much for your time this morning. Always appreciate it and keep up the good work. No problems, guys. Have a good day. Okay. Mark Benaziak, Shooters, Fishers and Farmers Party for the Upper House of the New South Wales Parliament. We'll take a break. On 2SM and the Super Network, talking sport. When we played the Kiwis back in 95, my right eye would always open up. So I'd have 18, 20 stitches every game. Mm-hmm. And I spilled blood for Australia. It was just most brutal games, Kiwis. You know when you're up against them, mate, they're, uh, they're handing out bruises for fun. Weekdays from three. I was the very first streaker at the cricket ground when Australia played the West Indies. Very first day night match. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> West Indies and the, yeah. Australia in the very first day night match. I thought I had to do something. Well, on a famous day that we celebrate, it's nice to have a famous person on, Snowy. <laughs> That's incredible, Snowy. <laughs> Love the show. You know what, Spud? After seeing you, especially on my screen, I'm going to go up a gear. Two four-kilo weights. I'm going to go to the four kilos. <laughs> <laughs> mate, when you're there, go and buy yourself a bed for your dribbling. See you, mate. <laughs> We're back tomorrow, folks, talking sport. 131269, talking sport. 
From sailboats to yachts to jet skis, Finance Easy offer leisure craft loans with flexible repayments to suit your budget and lifestyle. And they give you an answer within 24 hours. They've taken the hassle out of borrowing money for your new pride and joy, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Applying is easy. Visit the website and provide a few details. Go to financeeasy.com.au or call 1300-003-003. Australian credit licence number 392-182. Are you building a new home? Well, there's a more affordable way with a PAL Kit Home, Australia's most experienced and trusted kit home supplier for more than 50 years. You can become an owner-builder and manage the building of your own home. PAL guarantee that you can do it even without prior building experience. Find out how you can build your very own home. Go to PAL, that's P-A-L, kithomes.com.au or you can phone them on 1-800-024-912. Get a great deal more with Kubota's in-stock catalogue. Check out Kubota's excavators, mowers, utility vehicles, generators and tractor range, which perfectly match to Kubota's land pride attachments. All available for immediate delivery. Let Kubota help to get your property ready for summer. With package deals, competitive finance rates and extended warranties, there's never been a better time to get yourself into a new Kubota machine. Visit kubota.com.au to view the in-stock catalogue now. There's nothing like Razorback 4x4. They make Australia's best four-wheel drive seat covers, which offer protection like no other. So you can get out and about knowing that the interior is protected from spills, mud, sand, dogs, even messy family members. Razorback 4x4 have the strongest, most comfy seat covers this side of the black stump, and they're customizable with free shipping Australia-wide. Head to Razorback4x4.com.au and grab some for your four-wheel drive today. That's Razorback4x4.com.au. Listen to 2SM online, 2SMSuperNetwork.com. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Oh, welcome back to High Tide. Kieran Allen and Grant in the studio. Yes, Kieran? Yeah, I, I just noticed, you know, a particular comment from a particular button presser, you know, fast, fast show, it's a good show. All that, you know, we speeded up. We had seven interviews in one hour then. Wasn't too bad. What is it he wants to pick he up? He wanted to know about you on a push bike and when are you getting a push bike? Oh, I don't go very quick on one. <laughs> Let's go up to Maroochydore where they're having a great time with a big sign. Kieran's not here. <laughs> Morning, Swanee. G'day, you know, welcome back. Yeah, the only two wheels I see here is on a walker. <laughs> Hey, Sarah, how are you? Um, I'm okay. That's good. <laughs> I'm just freewheeling along. Okay. Yeah. Come back from Vietnam, all right, mate? Yeah, it's good. Great place to go to. Yeah, they reckon it's uh, really good. Yeah, fantastic. People are friendly over there. Yeah. Not that long ago, we were fighting them. Now we're going there. On tourist run. Yeah, I, 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 mentioned, well. I mentioned earlier, um, and you are bit older than me, um, but, you know, we were brought up the Vietnam War and led yep. to believe that the North Vietnamese were bad people and the commies were causing all the problems, but uh, I don't think the Yanks were that um, honest in how they're doing things and what there was going on. Uh, it's all coming out. You can't yes. blame the actual... Oh, look, soldier. No, 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 no blame on them. They were out there, they, they had to do a job, 
right? They but, were given information oh, and yeah, told no, no, what no, they no, had no, to do. No, 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 no blame whatsoever on the Australian or the American soldiers because they were told by the higher yeah. up, and the problems come from the hierarchy, not from the people on the ground. Yeah, it's the just people like on the, the ground are the ones we've had here with the boys that were over in Afghanistan. Yes, and places that's right. Like that. Yeah, yeah, no, no, nothing to do with uh, the people on the ground, but uh, but a lovely place, lovely place. Yeah. I heard you mention the meals being cheap. We just heard from the uh, the grandkids that are over in uh, America at the moment. Mine of the French bulldog. Uh, they went and had a couple of coffees the other morning. It cost them twenty-five bucks. Oh yeah, it's horrendous the cost of things in the states now. Oh, Absolutely horrendous. New, New York, uh, New York, New York. Okay. Yes. All right. We better do some sort of a fishing report. in the water 
uh, toss lures in them. There's, there's everything from big golden trevelyan there now, brim lighting, flathead, and even hair tail. Al. Wow. Okay. Yeah, getting hair tail in the deeper parts there. Um, basically, you've got two islands now, north and south Bribey, but the top end a couple of hundred metres long. Uh, and the main channel, the old channel, uh, I noticed they were saying last week on a really low tide you could walk across that one now. It's sanded up that bad, so the sand had to go somewhere. Uh, but the other channel, um, you can you can get out there. But, uh, they've actually they've put another safety officer on uh, Maritime or whatever they call them up here, uh, just for that area at the moment because they've had a few incidents, of course. People trying to run this like a bar, actually. Uh, and it can be dangerous, as you know. Make sure you wear your jackets if you're trying to cross it. And, yeah, and just pick your tide. Make sure you uh, get out there and get back before you get a low tide because it can get very bumpy. Uh, yeah, generally that's about it, fellas. I'm fishing pretty good up here at the moment. Uh, so that time okay. of year, you've got to change over from winter species, of course, to summer species. And uh, when Jay comes back, we're looking forward to maybe getting out there with a crack at a marmot. Uh, in the next few weeks, and definitely have a go for some uh, uh, Spanish mackerel. We got into them this time last year. They were really good. Yeah, pretty good, fellas. Sounds yeah. good, Swanee. Okay, thank you for that, and we'll send Kieran back up there shortly. Yep, okay, good. Yeah, we'll be looking forward to that. I'll have to get his grass mode. Yeah, Christmas time, we'll have to get a, just, a leg of ham. and Just make sure you eat all his lettuces before he gets there. No, they're gone. Oh, gee, you're black. They're all gone. The cabbages are gone. Yeah, yeah, gone. yeah my, my mate, uh, Dave uh, Dave Munsey, he's got some lettuce uh, things that are about six inches tall, icebergers. And he said, like, do you want some? So I might get a dozen or more off him and plant them somewhere. Okay. I like icebergs. That's yeah. real lettuce, iceberg. Yep. That's what I say. Yeah, the other is only a weed. Anyhow. <laughs> okay, thanks, Swanny. Thanks, Yvonne. All right, then we'll talk to you next week. Okay. Okay, mate. See Bye. you later. Back with more High Tide soon. For the toughest jobs at home or on the job site, you need the toughest gear. For almost 50 years, Sherlock Wheelbarrows have been hard at work for the weekend warrior and tradie alike. They make moving mulch, bricks, concrete and waste around the home or job site easier because Sherlock lasts longer. Lighten your load with Sherlock. Visit the full range at sherlocklastslonger.com.au Available at Bunnings Warehouse. There is no better venue for weddings in Western Sydney than Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. With a beautifully appointed clubhouse overlooking their picturesque 18th green, Twin Creeks can turn your get-together, party or celebration into a memorable special occasion. Do yourself a favour and find out about having your wedding or other group function at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or phone Twin Creeks Friendly Function Staff on 9670 There's a conversation going on. It's a conversation that will never end. Radio 2SM is at the centre of it all, connecting you to what really matters, to the issues you care about, to the debate you want to be part of. This is Radio 2SM. Cobram Estate is the most awarded Australian extra virgin olive oil. 
Made from olives grown in northern Victoria, they're harvested and first cold-pressed within four to six hours to create a premium quality oil. This is what guarantees every bottle of Cobram Estate extra virgin olive oil is fresh and full of flavour, elevating your entertaining and making your food taste even better. Cobram Estate, premium quality, great tasting and the healthy alternative. Buy in store at all major retailers. For the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, try Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockist, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on 040 359. With 20 tab trucks across New South Wales and plenty of greyhound racing action daily, thedogs.com.au is the home for everything greyhound racing. Watch all New South Wales greyhound racing live, plus view on-demand replays and get expert form analysis and tips on every race. The black book function allows you to add your chosen dogs and trainers to let you know when they're running next and update you with their results. It's the one-stop shop for greyhound racing. Visit thedogs.com.au. Gamble response. This is 2SM Sydney. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could Welcome back go. to High Tide. Kieran Allen and Grant in the studio. 131269 is our number. Let's go out to Al McGlashan, who I had the pleasure of being out in the harbour with yesterday morning, Al. Bloody good day, wasn't it? It was a lovely day out there. Hey, listen, what's this problem you can't find the kingfish? Ah, terrible these here. It's not like it used to be. Sadly, it's not the good old days of the kings. We need to look after them, I think. Yeah. Let me say, this morning, a few of the people that have come on and spoke about the kingies, they're saying they're there, they'll chase the lure, only so far, but they won't knock it over. All right. Well, there should be, it's peak season, there should be kingfish everywhere. And yesterday's a classic example in the harbour when you should see the rats should be everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Not one. No. Um, so, what's a name so. reported? There was a, some caught during the week around Middle Harbour. Yeah, they've been there. That's, but that's one populate, one little school. There should be schools yeah. everywhere. Yeah. The rest of the place is empty. That's the problem we've got now is that, Someone will go, oh, there's one little school. It's like, no, there should be schools everywhere. Everyone should be complaining that there's lots of kings. And when Al and I were talking about it in, in the, uh, yesterday, when we used to go kingy fishing, the whole problem was getting enough bait to last the day. That's right, yes. And because North Head should have kings on it, bluefish should have kings on it, mm. um, you know, up at Long Reef, all the reefs should be full of fish and they're not. And all the harbour, all the markers, they should be just starting to stack up on those. There should be schools up everywhere not one little school and that's that's the one thing we get you get some of these guys that go oh well i'm catching them i go yeah you're one person we want everyone catching them that's right and there's good signs being squid around yeah so it's just you know the baits there there should be fish everywhere so yeah i think they're um i, I think they've just been classed there's they're still just over 20 percent, which is terrible once they hit 20 percent, then they're in trouble so i think they're yeah. about to do that so yeah a bit sad but Hopefully fisheries and you know, government will start working on actually looking after our stocks. Hopefully. Now, you're coming out to Blake's Marine today? Yep. I've cleaned the boat up. Looks hunky-dory. I pulled everything out of it. So, to clean out some of the dog hair so the damn dog wasn't all the way through it. But, and yeah, you, so it's all pretty, you pretty bring to rock and roll. You bringing Mahi up with you? 
Yeah, good. I can't get out of the bloody boat. <laughs> <laughs> For those who don't know, that's Al's dog, and uh, she loves the boat. Yeah, she thinks she owns it, I think. Probably oh, yes. Not. Sits in the skipper's chair, won't let anyone else sit in there. Ah, no, it's good fun. Now, we had a lovely well, Let me show you have breakfast before you go, because he hasn't got a sausage sizzle on. <laughs> no, Anne said she'll organise lunch for everyone. There's no problem. I'm not she's saying not anything about Anne. Hang on, she's the one who made the decision. I don't get yeah. to say that. So well, it's, you're a, you're the yes, <laughs> That's the one. That's the one. But uh, what did you think of uh, Rodney's boat with all the screens? I love it. I, got, I have to admit, I've got a bit of screen envy with him. When it, you know, <laughs> like, come on, mate. But the only thing he hasn't got is enough marlin scratches down the side of it yet. So he needs to put a few more scratches in it so to show that all those screens are working for him. <laughs> he will have. There's no problem. But uh, it's worth having a look at because the setup is just spectacular, what he's oh, done on the rig. Insane. It really is good. And for that 750, you have all that stuff. It's showing the screen down the back and everything. It's just, uh, yeah. For that, those who don't know, he's got three 16-inch Garmin screens in the cabin and a 12-inch Garmin screen inside the transom. So, is that uh, why the Garmin man was there? The Garmin man was there. Ethan, and Ethan's coming up today, too, from 10 o'clock to 12, oh, too. Oh, is he? I'll so he come up there. He's coming up the shop. So if you want to know about Garmin or if you've got an issue or want to find something out, mm. he's the man to speak to. He's their uh, troubleshooter. He's a good boy. And if you want to find him there, he'll be in the boat at the hectic, just looking at all those screens the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, I had a couple of issues setting up when we changed over to Garmin on the big boat, and Ethan was down there in a flash to fix it all up. Yeah, and that's so, an important part because all the, all that tech, if it's not running or there's a bug in the system, yes, oh god, it's a pain. It is. But I'll, I tell you, what, I was impressed with um, the little six meter boat too. That went quite well. Yeah, no, that's that very well because there's that little bit of nor'easter starting to kick through, which can be a bit uncomfortable. Yes, and it's set really well, and you know, especially in Sydney where. Well, parking's an issue to put it bluntly. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, something like that, you can't fit the bigger boats in. Yeah. Still get away with it and still fish, yeah. fish those offshore grounds in comfort. So, yeah, like the, the North Banks are a heavy boat; they're not a light boat. His six metre goes just under two and a half ton, but that translates to a very nice ride in the water and a good day's fishing. Yeah, and I think that's something a lot of people go, "Oh, they're making their boats lighter and lighter." I remember always going and put more glass in. I want it heavier. That's like, right. It's I want a nice ride. I don't want it to. The fuel economy doesn't work when you smash it into you know two metres of nor'easter. Uh, one thing that surprised me with the three boats on the water yesterday, not one of them had a rattle in it. No, they're solid as. Yeah. That's, that's the one thing I know. It's been all the boats that, over the years, and they're solid as. Like, yeah. Rob and now Andrew have done an awesome job of making an old-school solid boat. Like, you know, these new things, are these, that, that this new stuff gets a bit fancy sometimes, but at the end of the day, we're fishing in rough seas a lot of the time, and we want to do it safely, and you need a solid boat to do that. Yeah, and also one of the things that's nice is the side door in the boats that you can get between boats and get off. Kieran's nodding. <laughs> he likes the side door. I do. <laughs> yeah, best thing ever invented in bringing fish through the, through the side. Yeah, nothing, nothing better. It's a great way to land them. <laughs> well, you know, the funny thing is, because mine sits right over the, um, over the trailer guard there, so whenever we're getting stuff in and out of the boat at home, so it is so convenient... Just walk up past everything straight through the door. Yeah, you can do that, and also you can step off the lower support on the guard to the guard into the boat, so you yep. don't have to worry oh, about I ladders. Yeah. Yeah, it works very That's well. Great for pulling big fish through. <laughs>
That's the good part of it. The, what, what's the biggest problem with the 290 or 280 kilo sword? It didn't quite fit in the door. It got stuck. Oh, just so about door, to... That's the only complaint I've got. The door wasn't big enough for a 300 kilo sword. Well, that's a good holding device. Yeah, I'm stuck in there. Don't worry. <laughs> it gives you a better opportunity to get the hook out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that's dear. it. That turned him into dinner. Oh, well. Yeah, that's okay, so... Good. You'll you'll be up at uh, up there all day today from about ten o'clock onwards. So if people yeah, want to come up to Blake's, three or something like that, I reckon we'll be out there with bells on. Okay, thank you for that, Al. Thank you, you for know the, the, the good water thing about this, Al. Yeah, is a, we always talk about the bar crusher, right? And what a good boat the bar crusher is, Al. Now Blake's Marine gives you the option you can go either way and Five you're at the top, alloy. Of, the, top of the right. table. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're a great little alloy boat, but alloy and, and glass are just they're just totally different. I mean, they're, they're really... Because both, all boats have their benefits to certain things. Obviously, aluminium's lighter to tow and all those things. But for heavy seas and stuff like that, a heavier boat's better, so glass is better for that. So, yeah, it's a good mix they've got now. We were talking about it yesterday on the boats, you know, where some people say, you know, their boat does everything. Well, no boat can do everything because, as we agreed on, every boat is a compromise Impossible. between ride That's and stability. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely impossible. Yeah. And, they, and that's what people, when they're buying a bike, they've got to look at and go, okay, what are the biggest things? Is it yeah. fitting in the garage? Is it towing because I've got a smaller car and or towing further? You know, am I going to belt it round a bit? Am I going to punch out to, you know, 40 miles offshore every day? And once you start looking at those, then you can start deciding what you're going to do with it. And our fishing has changed over the years. We used to fish a lot closer to shore in the old days of the Airways, which were a good fishing platform. Yeah. But now we're running, you know, constantly running 40 miles and further because it's getting hard to catch fish. You, you have to go further to go and do it. And that's why I swapped across the North Banks and they're bloody awesome for it. Fully enclosed cabin, I just keep punching out to sea further and further. <laughs> you you know, you feel at the rate we're going. <laughs> yes. Well, that, that's what it's about, Al, isn't it? And, and people of today, you know, they'll be in the pub talking with their mates or wherever or sitting around the fire. And I say, oh, you know, we landed this butte marlin the other day. Oh, you know, and it lights up in people's minds. Everybody wants to catch the big fish at oh, some given bad. stage of their life, you know. But I think so it's more. Go for it. I think it's more fun catching a smaller fish on lighter gear. Oh, it's, look, it's catching sport. bream or whiting—they're yeah. as good as fighting fish. You use one yeah. or two kilo line. That's right. They're yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. Try no, doing it in your hand. Eighty-pound line and a huge. Huge barley, huge sword that I can catch it quick and let it go. Although, or taught one there of Sydney, what was that a couple of weeks ago? Now, sword three hours on 80, and we got on the leader, we got a sat tag it, and we couldn't hold it on the leader. Like, I haven't, we haven't had problem holding a sword on a leader. It was huge. And so, mm. still a few big fish floating around out there. That's good. Okay, Al, thank you for that. Look forward to catching up with you today out at the shop. Absolutely. Thanks, Al. See you then. See you, right. mate. Al McGlashan will be at Blake's Marine today from 10am till 4pm with his boat and a couple of other North Banks to look at and the bar crushers hey, listen, and stasis. We haven't spoke about the stasis. Yeah, we've got, still, we've got, still got stasis. Still got stasis, yeah. We stasis. need to run for a couple of days, I think, to talk about the amount of boats that are available at Blake's Marine. We should do that, but we better take an air break. You haven't got a yacht, though, have you? No, 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 no. I haven't got a yacht. <laughs>
<laughs> Back soon. Afternoons with Pete Davis. You're talking about the Prime Minister and, and the amount of times that he's been overseas, right? Yes. And there's reports going around that he's been overseas 17 out of 18 months. There you go. This is 2SM. Well, getting China on side, him and the Prime Minister, I don't know whether that's because we need them more than they need us or they need us yeah. more than we need them. That's I, even the case. Well, I think it just comes down to what we've been saying is it's the communication. This is 2SM. With Pete Davis. Today I'm talking to Tracy, who is one of Arbor Vitae's many happy customers. Hi, Tracy. Hello, Lee. When did you start taking Arbor Vitae and what for? I'm a cake maker by trade and suffered with sore hands for years, which is a common issue for my fellow bakers. They know how debilitating it is. A friend suggested I tried Arbor Vitae and I can't believe how well it's worked for me. What benefits have you noticed from Arbor Vitae? It was after my second bottle that I noticed the difference. My pain has all but disappeared. It's like a magic potion. I'm able to work with no pain, no stretch of the truth. It's worked so well for me. It's wonderful to hear how much of a positive impact it has had on your life. Thank you for your time, Tracy. Arbor Vitae is an easy-to-take daily supplement that may help manage some of the most common health disorders caused by inflammation. Arbor Vitae health supplements are now available at Chemist Warehouse, Australia's cheapest chemist. Visit arborvitae.com.au. Always read the label and follow the directions for use. Relax and unwind before you take off when you stay overnight at Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel. Located just a minute's walk to the terminal and a five-minute stroll to the beach, Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel is your perfect home away from home. Enjoy a sundowner and meal at Ridges Rooftop Bar with views along the Gold Coast beaches and the hinterland. Visit ridges.com or you can call... Zero seven five six one nine eight one nine eight. Want accurate weight and ADG for every animal in your mob or herd? Consider True Test Walk Over Weighing. It's precision livestock farming where you can capture weights on every animal, not just a selection of them. With automated weighing and drafting you can trust, you can make decisions on your top and bottom performers with ease. With 24-7 support every step of the way. Get True Test Walk Over Weighing working for you. Phone one 800-248-774 or visit truetest.com. Good for the game tomorrow? Nah, still trying to sell the car. Oh, give me your phone, let me do it. Yeah, good luck. Car sales, instant offer. Car sales, what? Instant offer. You can skip creating an ad, dealing with buyers and waiting for a decent offer all weekend. Is that the offer for my car already? Yep. Now just take it to one of the official buyers nationwide, get it looked over, and the money drops the next business day. So I'll see you at the game then? Yeah, see you at the game. Car sales instant offer. The hassle-free way to sell your car. Decent C supply. 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river. Again. Welcome back to High Tide. Alan Blake, Kieran Rick, and Grant Boyden in the studio. But let's go offshore. Let's go and talk to Eliza. No, we're going to talk to Paul Burke. Oh, no, he's not in charge. He's using Eliza's phone. That's oh, is he? Oh, he's possibly. Oh. Paul Burt, good morning. Good morning, mate. How are you? I'm good. Where are you hiding? I'm on. Um, when you're in Sydney, you saw that monstrous ovation of the seas. I bet. Yeah. Yeah, I'm on that thing. 
Yeah. Oh, it's huge. Oh, my God. It's my boat. Like, it's monstrous. Yeah, I, was dry, I went past it a couple of times yesterday when we were out in the harbour, and Kieran said, oh, Paul's going to ring in on Eliza's phone. I said, yeah, I know what he's up to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're on that thing. So I think we're coming past maybe Newcastle at the moment because there's a bunch of ships hanging off the coast. So I don't think there's many ports to the north of Newcastle. Is there where ships go in? I don't think there's anything, is there? Not until oh. you get to Queensland. Until you get to Queensland, and we're definitely not at Queensland. I know the coastline up there, so um, yeah, at the moment, I'd say we're probably sitting off Newcastle or something like that. You've got, you got a line hanging over the side? <laughs> it's about 40 stories tall. No. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, um, it, it's uh, massive. Yeah, I went on the Anthem of the Seas a few years ago, it's a sister ship. So, yeah, they're big. Yes. That's right. Yes, that, yeah, there's two the same same. Yeah, I think it's yeah, I think it's 17 stories or something, but it's just ridiculously huge. It's a yeah, amazing piece of engineering. That's why I look at it. It's just incredible. Yeah. So it's only three, it's only three days. It's sort of uh, my wife's friend's fiftieth. So uh, we're out here, yeah. and um, you know, uh, I've never been on a ship uh, to do this sort of stuff. So I thought, why not three days? It's um, Long enough, we've only got three days, and it's short enough, and it's a good taste of what we might do down the track. Yeah, Beautiful. I tell you, it, what I've found on them is the food is excellent. The booze? The food, <laughs> the food, not oh. the booze. I don't drink. The food, F double O D. Excellent. The food is excellent. Food is good. I think I think booze is great. I think a lot of people get a little bit of a shock then at the end of the trip because um, yes, when you pay yeah, for it, it's all in euros. Well, it's all in euros dollars. Yes. So uh, you know, but um, other than that, no, look, it's it's uh, it is the food is uh, the food's pretty good there, mate. There's so many different choices of um, of restaurants to go and sit at or or anything like that. You know, and um, you got you know free pizzas and you know, <laughs> everything's great. You just get up and go down. And, Smash yourself and uh, have the couple and uh, come home. Walk, walk past the ice cream machine and help yourself. Oh, mate, how good's the ice cream machine? It's one of all the kids are lined up for you. So by the end of it, there was just all us adults. <laughs> Look, I, I enjoy the cruising for about three days and I get bored. Yeah. On the, on yeah, the ships. Yeah, I think you're right. This is a three-day one. So because yeah. you're not looking at anything, sometimes if you're, you're traveling through, you know, the Mediterranean yeah. or the Caribbean or anything like that, you're, you're off the coast. So, yeah. And, and fortunately, I was keeping a guy, and I was talking to Gregory Reader all about it and, uh, with the, um, the the weather and the seas and all that stuff. And, um, you know, at the moment, we've probably got about 25, 30 knots out here, but um, maybe maybe 25. But the, um, the, the sea is only probably a, a 1.5-metre chomp on top of hardly any swell. Yeah. So it's ideal, you know. It's actually really good. I was I was watching it. If it was going to be uh, any lows or anything like that, that was uh, whipping up some monster seas, then that was not going to happen. Yeah, it's interesting because you're doing twenty or twenty five knots of breeze, and they're normally doing about twenty knots. So the apparent's about yeah. forty five. Yeah. yeah, which is which is yeah, that's exactly. It's, it's it's just really weird how it all works. But uh, you know, and you don't feel much. Although at the front of the boat, there's a uh, uh, they've got the uh, the theatre. And just behind the theatre, there's the um, the music hall, and behind that you've got the casino, and it's and then they've got the restaurants. So you can sort of work out how it works when you're at the front. Obviously, you know you you you, you, you know, listen to the bands and uh, have a few ales. Well, you don't have to have any booze to to be moving around because uh, you're at the pointy end of the boat, and the pointy end of the boat is obviously the the uh, the one that goes up and down a lot. So uh, last night was very funny. You know, you sit there and uh, you'd go to have a drink and. Uh, yeah, you'd, you'd have a little bit more on your face than you would on your, uh, in your cup, but it was good. And actually, That's you're you're on a slow boat to nowhere at the moment because it's a three-day cruise, and they normally do 20 knots, but you're only doing 7.7. Yeah, it's not. we're not moving fast. 
Oh, you're looking at it on the... On yeah, your, Grant uh, brought it up in the track. You are off uh, Port uh, Stevens, uh, basically. Oh, uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, they're not fast. It's not fast at all. It's not, it's not... I know they move, because I know when around here fishing, you, you see them and... They're normally they 20 knots, yeah. And then, and then they're gone, yeah, but yeah. no, this, uh, she's not moving. Well, they're uh, going so against a strong current, too. Yeah, but... Strong yeah, current, yeah. headwind. So, before you came down south to go on your little sojourn, how's the yeah, fishing yeah. been in Queensland? Yeah, fishing's been good, mate, actually. We've had some really good um, good days up there. Weather's been pretty good as well. So lots of days for lots of, um, you know, we're getting into the, close to the summer fish, you know, with mangrove jacks of the trevally, and they've been absolutely going off their, off their trolley, um, particularly the jacks, uh, all through the canal systems. But, um, you know, so just using, like, uh, the uh, soft baits, like your, your plastics, your shads, uh, all that sort of stuff there, and just working around the edges of banks, um, jetties, canal entrances, rock walls, casting, trolling. You know, it's all been working. If you're trolling, you want to have your lure just bang it off the bottom, um, not dredging the bottom like you're making a new channel, but just so it knocks the bottom every now and then. That's the depth that you want to be at. And and around the uh, Paradise Point rock walls, fantastic spot for mangrove jacks. And um, particularly on that morning when they're tired, which is what we want, and if you get that tide, say you've got a high tide at uh, you know, maybe 4 o'clock in the morning, you want to be up there at about 4 o'clock in the morning and you get in the first hour or two of the run out and that's the ideal time to have a crack at it. So that's 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 been really good. And also while you're there, you've got so many rock walls from uh, Paradise Point working up towards Salacia Waters, uh, further up around uh, Sanctuary Cove, Hope Island, uh, Gold Coast City Marina Precinct. So all those areas there have been holding good jacks. And there's also been some... Really good catches in the Narang River, particularly around Monaco Street canal entrances um, up towards Bundle Bridge. Uh, you know, there's, there's just been no shortage of good quality fish, um, and there's been a few, you know, a, a few of the boys out not night uh, out having a crack. And you get back to the boat ramp, and you'll hear someone say, "Oh, got a barra," you know. So the barra Monday are, are moving as well. Um, you know, they're they're, they're all, a little bit more. Um, I guess, uh, mobile at the moment, a little bit more um, antsy. They want to get up and, and have a feed and book the surface. I was actually actually at, uh, at the lakes behind the Gold Coast targeting some Australian bass, and we've got quite a few of those things the other day. And uh, we had a barra right up beside us, and it, you could hear him just boofing away. And because I think boof the, the barra when they hit the surface, and so they're around at the moment as well. Um, and, and, you know, that's a good target fish that you can go and have a crack at. But if you do get one, please let them go. Uh, take a photo and... Uh, you can tell, tell the guys who take the photos, right, because um, they're, they're leaning down on the bottom of the boat with a fish. You cannot see anything around them. You know, they're trying to hide the spots. But, you know, again, when you're doing your jacks around the, the canals and uh, jetty pylons or anything like that, and uh, the floating pontoons, all that stuff is, is, is structure that holds holds these fish. Um, if you've got the Garmin live scope, you'll be able to pick them up on the snags in the middle of the channels and the, and the rock bars. Um, there's also been some really good catches off the beaches of whiting. Um, swell's been minimal over the past week, so plenty of whiting on the, on the beaches, particularly around Naranek, Mermaid, Miami. Uh, awesome catches there, but beach worms have been the best baits. You could use pippies, but the thing with pippies is they're a little bit bulky, a little bit bulky. You want a nice streamlined bait where you can cast it out into the gutter and it's a lot lighter, if you know what I mean. Um, and, and it just works well. So loads of beach worms to be caught if you want to have a crack at beach worms if you can't catch them. Um, jump down to your anaconda store and grab yourself a, uh, a pair of algae worm pliers. They work well, uh, really good, and uh, they'll help you out in catching some beach worms. Um, offshore fishing has been good for kingfish. Uh, November's typically a good kingy month, and we've seen some really good kingfish coming through uh, around the back waters, uh, the, the back areas of Tweed, uh, down towards Brunswick Heads, and off uh, Ballina and Byron Bay. Really good catches north of New South Wales on the 42 and 50 fathom line. And also, uh, which is around that sort of 28, 17, 28, 32. On your um, on your plotter, 
And uh, up at the Gold Coast, you try to run at uh, probably 27.41, 27.53. 28.01, has been holding them as well. And you're looking at about 153.46. Okay. Uh, that sort of depth. But there's been some good kings out there on jigs and life baits. So, yeah, it's been pretty good. Okay. You would like to, yes, uh, Paul, I was out um, with Al McGlashan and uh, Rodney Brazel and Adam Harris from, uh, Andrew Harris from uh, Northbank. And yeah. Rodney's got a seven. 50 North Bank. He's got three 16-inch Garmin screens and a 12-inch Garmin screen on there. Bloody hell. <laughs> oh, how big is his boat, sorry? Seven and a half metre. How come he's got so many screens? Because he likes them. Wow. What a weapon. <laughs> I'll send you a photo. It's a great please, thing. <laughs> please do. What size? Has he got just the one boot and one kilowatt? Or has he got a... No, uh, there's, there's four transducers on board. Uh, has he got two kilowatts? <laughs> yeah. If anyone has got a two-kilowatt... Two Keel through the bottom of their hull. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah, this is a great setup. I'll send you some photos. <laughs> you will have screen so you're, envy. You're, you're selling North Bank now too, aren't That's you? That's right, yes, yes. Yeah, how do you find them? I know, uh, uh, obviously, uh, McGlashan's got one, so, I mean, they, they work well. well they, pretty good well, boat, good sea boat. We were out in the harbour yesterday running around and out just outside, and the thing yeah. that amazed me, out of the three boats, there was not one rattle or squeak in any of the boats. Is that right? Yes. So uh, that tells you they're and nice and solid. Boat. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which obviously makes sense. A lot more comfortable than the chiropractor. So you know, it's a good thing. Yeah, good thing. no, very and happy with them. Yeah, cool, mate. And um, do you, are they coming in twin setup or a single setup? You can get them either, either way. But uh, okay. the seven fifty is a twin setup. At, um, so what, 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 twin, uh, What's the fuel usage? Heavy, probably go two, 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 two fifties. Two yeah, two, 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 two fifties. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, nice and yeah. mate, they've got a hull shape on the bottom of those things, and the, and the top um, cabin, that's the wheelhouse. And why? Why? They yeah. all work very well. They're good things. They're good. Yeah, I know that. But, uh, but they've, yeah, they've got plenty of room in the cabin, though. Oh, pl- oh yeah, lots of room in the cabin. Yeah, there's no problems there at all. But, uh, mm-hmm. Well, Al uses his offshore wide all the time, and Rodney does too, so uh, you can get them. It's lockable. Even the little six-metre cutty, you've got a lockable cabin on that too, and there's plenty of room in there. So. Yeah, I just I've seen um, up on the coast and they run them with the cabins. Obviously, you know the way it is, but it's just a different setup on the on the cab the way it looks. Yes, but they they really use every bit of inch of room, and they've got uh, good that, sliding you know, windows on the side too, so you get plenty yeah, of ventilation. Yeah, yeah, nice, mate. Oh, that's good. Well, uh, mate, well, there you go, North Bank. Get down to Leggy's Marine <laughs> and, uh, and grab yourself. We've got an open day today with them too, so there's no problems. Okay, look, on it. you enjoy your cruise to nowhere. Yeah, thanks, mate. We'll talk to you tomorrow. You may actually be five miles further north. Oh, mate, fantastic. I don't know where. I don't know where. Doesn't matter where you are. That's right. When when you're out with 50 people and you're only, you know, two. You're you're two of about, what, 4,000 on there? Okay. Step back inside (laughs) your cabin. Get away from the food bar. (laughs) Enjoy yourself, Paul. We'll All talk to you tomorrow after we watch Step Outside today, the repeats. You bet. Thank you. Thank you, boys. Okay. See you, mate. See you, Paul. Bye. Uh, yeah, I'll go fun. back to my question. Yes. What's the fuel consumption like when you've got two 250s on the back? It's good. It depends how fast you push it. The new yeah. four-strokes are very good on fuel type of thing. So the fuel isn't a problem. You can carry 400 litres in these boats, so there's, there's no drums. Al runs a, a, a 225, I think he's, and um, he's got 300 litres on board, and he goes all over the place. So fuel fuel's not a major concern in those boats now. It used to be when you're using twice the amount yeah. of fuel with the old yeah. styled engines. With the new ones now, there's no problems whatsoever.
But get out to Blake's Marine today and uh, come out and see Al and the boys and uh, have a look at the bar crushers, the North Banks, the Stasis. Yeah, the Stasis no will be out there. They've got a few others too up the front. Yep, you can sit plenty. up there and have a look. But yep. 100 plus odd boats up there to look at. And uh, of course, Al's dog will be there. There's a photo opportunity. Mahi, she's a good girl. Right, so uh, you have a great day, safe day. Please keep your eye on that sky. Safe boating, uh, everyone. Look forward to your company tomorrow. Well, the wobbler and the dragonfly knew us like they knew the river bend. But as sure as yabbies bite your toes, this boyhood story had to end.